Welcome to episode 89 of From the Valley Podcast, podcast on a plane, From the Valley Podcast, Brisbane Business Life. I'm your host Tim Wilshire, we're on a flight to Auckland in New Zealand and it's a big weekend, it's the UFC, it's Felder versus Horror. I've got my good friend who loves coming on these trips with me, he's been on the podcast before, you all know him, Matthew Cox from Matthew Thomas Stores, welcome along again to the podcast Matt. Thanks, Tippy J. Happy to be here, mate, and excited about yet another one of these trips. I think it's about uh, four. Is this the fourth trip we've, fourth UFC trip we've done? Yeah, no, I think the, one of the first UFC trips, I'm pretty sure, was Auckland, uh, and that was uh, 30 months ago, where in uh, June 2017, um, we went along and uh, watched Mark Hunt versus Derek Lewis. And uh, Mark Hunt stopped Derek Lewis. It was the last time that Mark Hunt won a fight in, in his UFC career and he was one of the greatest UFC uh, performers that uh, New Zealand has ever produced so you can't forget about Mark Hunt. Uh, Mark Hunt is, is, is a legend, uh, we both read his book, uh, it was great to see him win last time wasn't it? Yeah mate that was that was probably the highlight of the of the UFC card seeing him beat Lewis from memory I think it was round five yeah, and he, and he stopped him. Phenomenal. And what I remember most is that his his children were there, and, um, and it would have been an honour for him to have had them there witness witness his victory in in his home city. And looking where Derek Lewis is right now, ranked in the top five in heavyweight in 2020, coming off two straight wins, Derek Lewis. So for Mark Hunt to do that to Derek Lewis is, is absolutely amazing. Uh, and one of the other things, uh, one of the reasons we did go there. We went there to support our uh, our friend, our uh, our good friend Damien Beatdown Brown, who fought on the card in in Auckland, and uh, and there we also saw Ben Ten win uh, finish uh, Tim Elliott in 49 seconds, and that was an amazing to see out Ben just get uh, kick uh, Tim Elliott in the face, and all of a sudden, bang! He's 49 seconds later, it's over, and. Uh, a good friendship with Ben 10 came as a result of that uh, that card as well. Uh, and also we, we did uh, the headliner act in the card this weekend, Dan Hooker, uh, was uh, fighting as well. He was fighting Ross Pearson at the time on the possibly the prelims. And uh, we saw him live. We had some photos taken. Now he's the main event against Paul Felder. Do you like his chances? Oh, I do. After seeing what he did at Allied Winter, um, I mean, he utterly destroyed him. So... I just don't, I don't think it ends well for Felder. Uh, he's got to acclimatise, and he, he's an absolute weapon himself. But Hawkins just on a run, and um, in his home city, with so much to fight for, I think, you know, and, and, a, and, a, and a huge fight, you know, beckons for him should he beat Felder, and I think he'd be too strong. Certainly, against Ally Quinta, against uh, James Vick, and uh, the fights that were the previous year where he finished Jim Miller really quickly, uh, he beat a guy that's uh, ranked in the top 15 in welterweight now in Gilbert Burns, and also uh, uh, finished Mark Jacquesi, so uh, Hooker's won, uh, he's 6-1 since we saw him in Auckland 30 months ago, very very good record, the only one blemish was against Edson Barzmosa, so uh, very, very good, so that's why we're going over there, I'm not sure, we still a little bit up in the air to, as to what we're going to do tomorrow, which is a Friday. Uh, Waiheke Island's an option. Uh, Pihar Beach is an option. Uh, there's a few different options for us. Um, so we'll be pretty just 
arguing along into the night as to what we're going to do tomorrow, I reckon. Yeah, mate, Auckland's beautiful. A lot of people I know don't rate it, but um, I don't quite like the city. I think it's nice. Um, great coffee. Great cafes for breakfast. Um, yeah, love it. Nice nice architecture. Easy to get around. And um, super pumped image. It should be good. But going back to the... You know, we were there last time watching Ben and, and Damien. I mean, um, yeah, Ben was super impressive against Tim Elliott. And what's ironic is that, is that Ben's been cut... You know, and and um, and Elliot's still still fighting the UFC. It's just I don't know, just sheer madness how how they've got rid of Ben so quick when he was a, a rank fighter, and all of his fight his fights of late were against um, you know world class you know athletes. Uh, one of who was a, there was a fellow that fought uh, Mighty Mouse that that Ben lost to. Um, he was a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu champ. I think he was yeah. So Wilson Hayes, that was last trip. Uh, it was actually went to a decision that fight in Adelaide. In my opinion, very close fight, and uh, he could have scored some rounds for Ben, that's for sure. But uh, at the end of the day, it didn't go his way. And when you're sort of relying on the way judges interpret fights, uh, and you get cut as a result, and uh, our friend Damien is a result of that as well. You know, lost two split decisions in a row, and then was uh, after that was uh, released. Yeah, well, yeah, one of which was fight of the night, and. Um yeah, just just beggars belief that they they've cut these guys because they'd add so much to any card in Australia or any card anywhere really, but particularly in Australia, New Zealand, um, they just got so much to offer and yeah, beat down in Auckland. Yeah, I mean he was winning that fight against Michelle. I remember in the first round just he was putting on a clinic uh, in terms of striking and then just he just got caught. Um, and and yeah, he's other fights since. I think he you know arguably won that fight against um, the Korean. In um, I think it was in Adelaide, uh, Perth. Perth. Yeah, yeah I, I thought he won that. Um, the, yeah, the other one he won a split decision, fight of the night. Both, in my opinion, should still be in the UFC. Yeah, world class athletes, but uh, that's that's uh, an interesting discussion in itself. Um, I guess uh, I guess it's been since December 2018 since we did one of these podcasts, Matt. Um, I guess a lot's happened in our worlds uh, in the last 14 months since we did that. Uh, when we sort of reflect on things, we're up to episode 89. At the time, that was episode 19, I believe. So there's been about uh, 70 episodes in between. Um, there's been a couple of interesting episodes, the State of Origin one you were part of, uh, the one with uh, UFC 243. Uh, there was another interesting episode where Adesanya stopped Whitaker. Uh, so you've been involved in a couple of these uh, podcasts. What do, you, do you listen to podcasts generally uh, since the last 12 months? Uh, what are the ones you do listen to, and uh, what are some of your favourite ones? Yeah, look, I've listened to the odd, odd podcast. I, I listen to um, Tony Robbins now and again on, on um, personal development business. Um, listen to Zig Ziglar. He was a Texan, a Texan businessman and motivator. Uh, real guru, and um, yeah, really enjoy his. I've listened to a couple of you know retail ones because I'm passionate about retail, being a, a retailer myself. Now and again, I'll, I'll watch a Joe Rogan episode. If they, if they've got um, someone on. I, I, the, the ones that I've watched in full, I think, are Shannon the Cannon, when he had Shannon Briggs on. Just love Shannon, and um, Big Tyson Fury, the Gypsy King. So um, now and again, I listen to Joe, but certainly. Uh, like yourself, I've got a mate actually, Adele Harris in Brisbane, who I used to play footy with. He, he's a man of many talents, and 
he's got a um, a good podcast called Against the Odds, and uh, I did an episode on that about my journey, and a big focus of that was about uh, about gambling and um, a few years been open for one of my podcasts that um, that I have a had slash have a bad gambling addiction. You, you know, you've always got it. Um, fortunately, I haven't had a bet in 18 odd years now, but um, I shared a little bit about my journey and how how I got there and how I arrested it. So yeah, it's I, I like something where I can listen to it. it's got a bit of substance. Um, and yeah, Jim, Timmy, you, you've had some good guests on too, and um, I look forward to going to a few episodes. I want to listen to the one on the. There's a guy that's beaten me on your um, all-time uh, all-time number one podcast that property property podcast. Yeah. So yeah, Simon Presley's been on the uh, podcast three times um, because of the fact that his first episode had the most listens and uh, seems to be able to tell a good a good sort of uh, give us a good report on what's happening in the property world being a buyer's agent, being around Australia, you know, being part of the whole, you know, predicting of how Hobart sort of, ex- when, it, when it sort of went up in value uh, four or five years ago. Um, so, yeah, he, he's the expert in that field and obviously well remember, he's on Sky News and those sort of channels as well. So, gets around there as far as media, does a lot of research, all 550 municipalities in Australia. So, um is a, it's a tough act to beat, but uh, to be ahead of everybody else, I don't know how, but you've done it. So congratulations for for that one, that's for sure. But, um, you know, from the reviews that we've had on, on the uh, the episode that we had on the plane, your story was a very interesting story. It was very well spoken. Uh, it was had a lot of meaning. There was a lot to learn from it. It was well well done overall. So that's that's got to be a lot to do with it. So, you know... You can only be, you can only sort of think that you'd be proud of yourself for that. Yeah, thanks, Timmy. I, I really enjoyed it. It's uh, look, I, I get a lot of inspiration from others and their story, and um, something that you can relate to. And uh, I just shared from the heart and do a bit of again tonight on on this one. Yeah, for sure. Um, one of one some new guys that we met that I had on the podcast about a month ago called Trade Mud. I'm not sure, sure if I told you about these guys. What they do is. Uh, they they basically created, um, I guess, loud-looking construction site shirts, fluoros, all these different all these different things, and it's it's, it's all to do it to start a conversation about mental health. It was about it was about that one of the guys had a one of their good friends commit suicide, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, their podcast is about they've had about 25 episodes. They've even they've had Darren Lockyer on their podcast. Oh, Lockie, yeah, how good. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much around mental health these days, and the good thing is, is that there's less stigma. Um, I've got no doubt that there was as much mental health, uh, or as many mental health issues, you know, in years gone by as there, is, you know, as there are now. Um, however, more people are, are inclined to speak about. It. There's a lot more awareness around it, less stigma, and people are encouraged to um, to come out and, and praised, I guess, for for addressing it. I'm a big believer in. Power of exercise and nature, and how both of those two, two, you know, two forces, if they, if they, they can collide, and they can really, they can really help you know, deal with um, depression, and temporary bouts of depression. Yeah, so they, what, yeah, those guys have done a really good thing. They've had some, some quite, quite a few good guests, and I, I just I like their journey as far as what they've done. It's completely different from everybody else, uh, and it's good, two guys 
working close together. So trademark, um, need to get, uh, they've had a few good guests on their podcast as well. So that was one that we did about a month ago. Um, it's good to see, uh, I guess, over the last year, um, I guess what's sort of been happening. I've been sort of focusing a bit on the journey of the future. Um, in 2020 is going to be a big year. We said that 2019 was the year of confidence and uh, it did sort of show for the most part we had a very confident um, stock market. We had a very confident economy generally. Uh, things were certainly going well in Australia uh, post the election for the, you know, the few months that followed. And then we're sort of getting into a season of natural disasters. Uh, we've had the fires, we've had the floods. Uh, we're getting pulled a few different ways here, and it's uh, it's quite interesting going forward. Uh, the future of 2020 this year is about coming together as a community. Uh, so the focus is uh, getting everybody together and being this, being uh, this side of the world. We like to sort of you know be one another's friends and support one another. Generally, it doesn't matter who we are, who we meet, who the people are. So that's been the big thing this year. Uh, the big thing also uh, is that we're looking at, I'm looking at sort of uh, a bit of a different opening chapter in my life. I'm uh, looking at uh, relocating to this part of the world in New Zealand, uh, in Queenstown, and that sort of seems to be all going ahead. It's a big move. It's been a long time in the making. Um, yeah, so that's, that's what's been happening, and that's what I'm looking forward to in the future. What about you? What are you looking forward to in 2020 and beyond? Well, Timmy, just before I get on to some of my plans, I just want to say that wish you know wish you well and you move over to NZ and, and transition. Um, from a selfish perspective, I sort of you know hope it never happened because um, joy having you locally. I love how these days you know we catch up and, and on a Sunday we'll go and watch a UFC fight and have lunch somewhere. Um, occasionally you know we combine up a bit of sport, but yeah, I love those and for a long time. Um, I loved uh, catching up on a on a Tuesday and, and a Wednesday and playing squash. Might have even been a Monday. I can't remember what it was. We did it regularly. Did it every week. We played squash and, and yeah, I just I remember thinking when we we're playing, geez, I hope this never ends. But um, yeah, we had to do that for years. And so going back again, tying to the mental health that that helped me. I was going for a separation at the time, and um, that all that exercise and that fellowship, just catching up every week, was pivotal. Helping me handle that situation, and uh, I know that you know exercise always. Whenever I exercise and and engage in fellowship, catch up with someone, and speak from the heart, I I feel better afterwards, and um, I lo- absolutely love those nights. And so, yeah, um, I'll miss those. But at the end of the day, bud, you're going over to New Zealand. It's not too far away. And so, what I want to do this year, buddy, um, is get over there and see you. Um, absolutely love skiing. I went to Whistler last year and unfortunately caught uh, swine flu. My son did too and that ruined our ski trip there and I hadn't skied at that um, in 20 years. So I was about to ski for the first time in 20 years and then it didn't happen because we got swine flu so I'm going to get over to uh, Queenstown later in the year buddy. Catch up with you and um, and hit the slopes. But uh, yeah this year for me it's it's about you know spending a good time with family running my business as best I can. You mentioned before about community. It's been a bloodbath in in retail and, and the mass exodus of, of of you know 
big brand um, stores, store closures, lots of lots of job losses. Um, it's a tough game these days in um, you know in retail. Um, rents don't get rents don't get lower. You know, the cost of do, cost of doing business is significantly higher, and competition greater. Online presence, no doubt, uh, is having a crippling effect on retail. And so, for us, I think to be successful, you, you've got to be community focused. Um, you've got to engage with people. So many of them, you know, get complacent. They're, they're not personable. You know, staff don't know their customers' names, don't know their story. One thing that we do well, and we, and we work hard to to um, to do it, is to we build relationships with people in our community. Um, really, really get to know people and certainly appreciate everyone's business and every dollar that gets spent uh, at either of our stores. So the challenge for us is just about, you know, maintaining um, a level of business that keeps us profitable and keeps our doors open, um, you know, and keeps everyone employed, keeps everyone having fun. So that, that's a goal. and um, Got to get healthy, buddy. That's healthier. I'm looking at you, mate, and you're just 103 kilos of sheer success um, I'm sitting on about 96 at the moment I've just got to got to burn a couple of calories might go down to Pete Downs gym you definitely need to get down to Pete Pete Downs gym at uh, Prindale that's called Base Training Centre they've got over 115 members now um, what I'm I guess one thing to look forward to to mention it's, it's in Brisbane uh, you've been there before I believe uh, XFC uh, 44 is on the 28th of March uh, at the toilet, okay? And uh, the reason I say that, uh, the Mansfield Tavern, uh, the reason I say that is because uh, my cousin, the son, who trains at Beat Down the Gym, is fighting on the card. He's only 17, his name's Vinny Pierce, and uh, I saw it advertised on Facebook that this young kid uh, fighting at Featherweight, and... Uh, I can't wait. I'm going to get a ticket right at fucking cage side just to watch uh, Vinny into action and see what Pete Downs uh, trained this guy. It's amazing. Um, it's, a, it's a small world. It's good that those guys uh, joined his gym. Uh, he's got a brother that's about nine. He's going to be a freak, I reckon, as well. Um, young Kobe. <laughs> Poor old Kobe Bryant. But, uh, yeah, Kobe. And... Um, yeah, so that's going to... Uh, I'm looking forward to that, actually. Uh, you should come along and see that. Definitely. And um, are you guest commentating? Uh, I'd like to... We'll see. It's a different promotion. It's XFC. It's not Aftershock, so we'll see how we go. But uh, always there to help. But uh, I'm sure that um, you'll see me there at ringside just, just having a look. Uh, Pete Down will obviously help this guy and corner him, um, probably with his uh, the kid's dad, uh, Benny Pierce. Um who's uh, my cousin's husband, obviously, um, Lucy, uh, Lucy. So uh, it's going to be good to see to see uh, that as well. Look forward to that. Hope they, hope Stewie's on the card. I'm hoping Stuart Nickel, who's been on the podcast, is also on there. But no word yet. I did speak to him Christmas. He said he was looking for a March fight. So hopefully he's okay to go as well. Um, but, yeah, I just love mixed martial arts, and that's the reason we go to these things. We, we look forward to these events. Uh, we missed the Melbourne ones, uh, the last couple of Melbourne ones that were last year, um, Whitaker and uh, Adesanya, so we, we missed those ones. Uh, but we're here. It's New Zealand. It's going to be it's going to be a huge week weekend here. So 
uh, looking forward to seeing who we catch up with. Um, so yeah, um, the other thing I was going to, I guess, talk about, I guess, once this sort of fight's done and the main event, as you know, is uh, Dan Hooker against Paul Felder. That's going to be, that's going to be all guns blazing. That fight, it could go over way. We all hope that uh, Dan Hooker gets the job done. We think he's uh, in, in his form, sort of suggests he might. As soon as that sort of finished, we're gonna, what, we, what are we going to be doing after that? I know there's something that we're meant to be doing straight after that. What, what, where are we going to go? Mate, I can tell you, if the Wilder Fury fight comes on during the UFC, I'm leaving. I don't, I don't care if we're sitting and watching a hell of a, hell of a fight between Hooker and Felder. Um, mate, once that, once that Wilder Fury fight's on, I'm tuning in it. It is. This will be one of the biggest fights in the last few decades. Massive, Fury, Fury Wilder too, the big Gypsy King. Um, mate, people underestimate him. It. it just amazes me how so many people are writing him off, um, saying that he can't handle what's it calls, you know, uh, Wilder's power. Tyson, they did the same thing against Klitschko. We absolutely put on a clinic in Germany and um, outboxed Klitschko. Won that convincingly. Look, let's face it, he got robbed in the last fight against against Wilder. He won, you know, geez, eight rounds to four, nine, nine three, ten two, something like that. It, it, you know, the consensus is that he was robbed. He was underdone. He'd only had two warm-up fights. One was more or less just a, a sparring session against a jobber. So, um, yeah, no, Big Tyson, after another you know year or so later, he'll be better for that. And I, I think he wins. I think the underdog will get up. Um... I don't know that he knocks, you know, Wilder out. But if you look at the last fight, Wilder's, Wilder's left eye was was virtually closed at the press conference. And so, you know, he can punch his, as well. They're both heavyweights. And, um, you know, he got him, the, what, the ninth or the tenth round, um, Wilder. I don't know that, you know, Tyson will be that complacent. As long as he's focused, and he will be, and he tends to only fight as good as his opposition is, um, Walden, hence you see that big cutty copped in his last fight against the um, Whalen, I think it was. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think he'll get. I don't, I don't think he'll hardly get hit, and I think he'll win. I think he'll win well, and it'll be one of the best stories, that, you know, best comeback stories that in the history of boxing. And, um, and you talk about mental health. What a story! And um, yeah, he'll 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 become huge, and, and I think they've signed a trilogy. So there'll be another fight afterwards. So irrespective of the result, there'll be another fight. But the, the interesting, the, there's a few interesting points that I want to sort of bring up in this fight uh, that I think really need to sort of be discussed. Uh, as you said, Tyson Fury uh, definitely underdone in the first fight, but still pretty much won the fight. As we, it's, it's fairly general consensus that he won that fight with a lot of loose skin, a lot of... Um, just basically cutting down from 400 pounds down to uh, 258. Uh, this fight, he is actually going to be weighing in at 270. So 270, a bit more muscle. That, knowing that Matt, and knowing Tyson how he how he sort of operates, is that ideal? Is he going to be still light on his feet at 270? Yeah, I, I think he will. I think he'll use his range. He'll box on the outside well. Um, I really do. I, I don't think I don't think it'll matter too much. Uh, he, he looks super fit. He's engaged a new American trainer who helped him a bit out in his, earlier in his career. Yeah, I, I really do. Look, the, the previous fight, 
everyone thinks he won. The only reason I'm comfortable with the decision somewhat is that four and five referees would have stopped that fight. They wouldn't have even bothered, you know, counting. Uh, and so, and then, okay, so they started counting, and then, and then, and just so if if there was a referee that continued to count, most would have counted him out. You know, it was they've done some testing. Evidently, it was a slow count. So, you know, in some respects, maybe a draw is a good result for for both fighters. But um, no, I don't think the weight will hurt Tyson. Um, I just think he's just a, a superior boxer and. Um, He'll just try and find the money shot as he does in all of his fights. He, he was getting towed up against Ortiz last fight. Wilder, he hadn't won a round. He was getting, he was getting, he was getting beaten soundly. Um, but he found that equaliser, and he's got that. I just don't think he'll find it against Fury again. He won't be that lucky. I don't know. I mean, you either get lucky or you don't with with uh, Deontay Wilder. I think. Deontay Wilder's got that track record where it, um, those big punches don't don't uh, miss. They they make a mark. They end fights. The fights are over. We're talking about one or two. I don't know if it's more than two fights that have gone. I think only only the Fury fight may have gone to a decision. Every other fight may have been a knockout out of it, all all of Fury all of Deontay Wilder's wins. So he. From his point of view, in, the, in that uh, Ortiz fight, yes, he's losing all the rounds. He's not getting. Uh, he wasn't as badly as badly sort of compromised as he may have say been in the first uh, Fury fight, though. So uh, he was obviously in a comfortable enough position where he could just land that shot and uh, and end the fight just like that. So it's always something to worry about with Tyson Fury. Uh, make sure you don't don't uh, you know. Make sure you you got, you got a box perfect for 36 minutes yeah, at the end of the day. Or I think with the what uh, what I was uh, having a chat to somebody about today, there's 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 another there's two consensuses as how the fight might go. But there is a third way that this fight might end. A third way that the fight may end. What do you think the odds of that third way of happening? I'm talking about a Tyson knockout. Nah, mate, he hasn't he hasn't scored too many in his career. He's got twenty out of thirty. Yeah, not against great opposition though. I think Cunningham, Steve Cunningham, was a good good fighter from yeah. memory. He knocked Steve Cunningham out in America early on. Um, yeah, don't know. Well, yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe a technical knockout. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. It, it, mate, it, it, he was he was finding me in last fight. So again, and he and he was underdone. Everyone knows it. Big John. Big John's been singing that tune for a while, saying that it was he should never afford him. Um, so his father, yeah. Yeah. So look, that is a possibility, Timmy. You got to look at Wilder too. I, I like him. He's a superstar. He's a personality. Uh, great on the mic. Just a great promoter. Loves the big bomb squad. But he his resume doesn't read that well. Yeah, he beat Ortiz, and yes, he found you know knocked him out a couple of times, but. Ortiz is middle-aged. You know, Tyson's... Tyson's... Yeah, Tyson's young. He's 31. Um, and, and you can say the same thing about Tyson, but he beat Klitschko when no one could. No one could. And he wasn't expected to... You look at all the, all the press he did in the lead-up to that fight, he was confident. He was... And he, he intimidated um, Vladimir Klitschko. And he went over there, mate, and, and did it. Did it. Did exactly what he said he was going to do. He did it with ease. So you look at that form, you look at Wilders, and... For me, Fury wins this fight all day, every day, and um, 
early on too he fought a couple of brawlers and Derek Chisora and, and beat him so he's a he's another great British fighter I love watching Derek Chisora but uh, yeah no Tyson don't know that he knocks him out but uh, yeah then again I don't know he doesn't thing is with Tyson that, that would be the most uh, satisfying win if he could sort of knock uh, Deontay Wilder out that would certainly be the most satisfying yes you win by decision you still win and that's going to be very satisfying nonetheless to be able to get those belts to be able to say you're the only person that's ever beat Deontay Wilder so that's that's huge in itself um, the heavyweight boxing is still in a very good state of mind I think um, I think it's been compelled and good that uh, Anthony Joshua will continue to improve uh, do you ever think we see Joshua fight any of these two guys in the space of the next 24 months well evidently Tyson hasn't got a British um, a British boxing license so he's talking about having his next he's got he said last night in the interview he's got three more fights ESPN deal. yeah it is being deal and that could be it two of them are against um, Walter and and then one after that yeah, I mean, if it, geez, if he beats Wilder, uh, him and Joshua is just a mega, 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 mega fight. So, yeah, geez, I'd, and I think he beats, I think he, I think he beats Joshua easier than he beats Wilder. Yeah, you know, Joshua, even though he did beat uh, Ruiz in the rematch, I just think that um, it was just uh, more of a strategy way of beating him as opposed to outclassing uh, Ruiz. Ruiz was just. A guy that fucking won the lottery, fucking ate 100 cheeseburgers and uh, came in and still landed a few shots, but at the end of the day, it was way too slow. Uh, it was about 280, 290 uh, at 5 foot 9 or something, trying to fight uh, 6 foot 6 uh, beast, 235 pounds, Anthony Joshua. No way. Um, so Joshua's got to be tested. We need, some, we need him tested by one of the best in the world um, one of the guys sort of upcoming hopefully is sort of now going to stay permanent at the heavyweight division is Usyk do you think Usyk's got a chance of beating any of the, these big three well I think he fights Derek Jezora later in the year and he does he's no certainty of that I can tell you that Derek's Derek's a tough man to beat um, big Del boy but look the fight if you look at the people said oh you know Fury beat a, an older Klitschko not at all. That form reads even better when you look at what Klitschko did against Joshua um, not long after. He nearly knocked him out. Uh, he was in phenomenal f- shape for that fight. Uh, Joshua managed to survive it and get up and come up with his own knockout. So, you know, Joshua's a super, super fighter, but I just also think that he won't win the um, the battle of the, of the minds. And I think that Fury will, will get in his head during the lead up to that fight. Um, but outside of the... Uh, what are you talking about the other... What was the question, Timmy, about the other three? Uh, do you think Usyk could beat any of the other three? Could he beat Joshua, uh, Wilder, Fury? Look, he beat, beat Tony Bellew. Um, Bellew's a freak. Um, well, yeah, I would say a freak. Just a tough, tenacious sort of fighter and had had two good fights against Hay and, um, and he won his uh, cruiserweight championship. But, yeah, I don't know. Against different animal, the animals, these heavyweights, I don't know that he does. He, just going back to uh, Joshua... He wasn't. He went the distance where Parker took him to the distance. Um, Joseph Parker, you know, and he—he's another guy that's forgotten about. Um, I honestly, I don't think, I don't think Usyk beats Parker, let alone, let alone these other three. Yeah, so many, so many good heavyweights that we forget about, like Joseph Parker. 
um, you know, even uh, Huey Fury. There's a lot, a lot of them out there that are Dillian quite, White. quite good, like Dillian White. Uh, Ortiz is probably done now. Um, let's talk a bit. I guess that's a bit about boxing, and we could talk about boxing all day. We have for the last 14 or 15 minutes. Uh, UFC in 2020. There's going to be some interesting fights. All the fights that have been announced so far, the one that I'm looking forward to the most, probably Tony and Khabib in April. We hope that it happens, man. But um, there's obviously uh, just knowing, just not knowing who Connor's going to fight next is, um, you know, something that uh, everyone wants to know because Connor had such an impressive performance against Cowboy. Stopped him in 40 seconds. Uh, John Jones's fights are getting a lot closer. Uh, it's it's an interesting time in the UFC. What are you sort of looking forward to in the UFC uh, this year, mate? Oh, there's so many of them. That's look, and we're not we're not experts. We're fans that, that watch watch the you know the sport intently. Um, it, you know, so uh, but for for me, what, from a fan, what excites me? Geez, there's, there's a lot, Tim. Um, Usman and um, Masvidal is a, is, a, is a huge fight. I'd love to see Masvidal beating that. There's a lot of um, innuendo and rumours going around that Usman, you know, was on the performance-enhancing drugs. He said, "Really? I didn't hear any of that." Out of his gym, um, and um, yeah, that, that I mean, Covington was saying that all through the last fight. Um, a lot, of, a lot of people in his gym got done, but I, I hope Masvidal beats him, uh, and that'd be terrific. I'm looking forward to seeing when Colby comes back. I'd love to see a rematch of him when, and Usman. Um, from a from a local level, we got blessed versus um, you know versus Volkanovski. That that may occur in Australia, so we could go and yeah, the rematch with Max Holloway, you reckon? Yeah, that another trip. That'd be another trip for us somewhere, buddy. So that that'd be. I'm going to look forward to that all day, every day. Uh, McGregor, any McGregor fight's just a just a sporting event like no other, and. That'd be, geez, on a bucket list to go over to watch McGregor fight in Vegas or, or Dublin would be wicked. Uh, yeah, just to see him fight somebody, anybody. It's a huge event, but I'd like to see him fight. I'd like to see him fight Khabib, um, and just and in the meantime work on his takedown defence so that he doesn't get to the ground. Mate, he fought well considering that he was he hadn't fought anyone in he fought Mayweather and and didn't fight much before that. And when he fought Khabib, he, he was underdone himself, McGregor. To go and fight, and he and he didn't. He wasn't disgraced. I mean, um, he just couldn't hit him. You look at his, how, how improved his striking was against Cerrone. Um, albeit we didn't see much, but he looked focused. He looked brilliant training, mate. I don't think Khabib won't have his way with, with, with him last time. And w- when he's laser focused, I, I think he's the best lightweight in the world, McGregor. And um, can't wait to see him. I love the heavyweights. Probably my favourite fighter is um, Stipe. So. Oh. We get, we're, we're, there's no sort of date for the Stipe DC uh, third fight. Do you reckon that that'll happen? The third? Yeah, I do. I, I and I do, and um, I don't know that it goes well for DC. Just that bit longer at the gym, um, get that bit older, get that bit slower. I think that um, I think Stipe beats him again, and and but there's some other heavyweights, um, you know, that that we're that are just. Phenomenal, as in, um, look, Derek Lewis, Nangano. What about uh, Nangano versus Rosenstrike only a month away? Yeah, well, he destroyed poor old Overeem's lip with that big punch. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to know how that one will go, but um, 
yeah, irrespective, you know, Stipe's still the man in that division, so looking forward to seeing that. Looking forward to seeing Jones's next fight, whether he fights um, Jan or, uh, or um, what's his name, Dominic again. So, geez, that's that's the thing with the UFC. It's like wrestling, but it's real. You've got all the theatre behind it, and it's like a, like an ongoing soap opera, and then you get to watch the fight. So, just love it, um, and love the story of the fighter too. Most of them come from, you know, backgrounds that are, you know, where they're not, where they're not privileged, and so um, just for, just a just a super sport, and that it's well so well promoted too. The build up, especially with ESPN now, it's just excellent. I agree. Um so some of the other champions, Adesanya. How do you, yeah. do you think he's going to? Um, does any? Do you think Ramirez going to worry him at all? I think he will a bit, but I think Adesanya will be ready. Um, I'd predict an Adesanya win, but um, is there anybody who's the most dangerous fighter to Adesanya in that division? Look, if to me, I don't think we've seen like Gastelum. Yeah, we won for Gastelum, but I don't think we've seen Adesanya be be really really cleanly hit um, and I don't know that he, you know I don't know if he deals with the power of Romero then again again Romero's 40 so mm, does he does he still have it in him I'd say he does I'm looking forward to seeing Whitaker come back mate um, as he said the championship maybe didn't sit well with him can't wait to see Robert Whitaker back I just love him but um, to answer your question um I think I think Romero is a really really big chance of upsetting Adesanya. He certainly is, but I, I just um, I just think Adesanya is so good with the range, and I just honestly don't know if he's going to be able to get hit too much. Um, I think I think Tony Tony Ferguson's got a good chance of upsetting Habib. Uh, in my opinion, I think. Um, uh, what do you think of Tony, Tony's chances against Khabib? Assuming the fight's going to happen. Oh, I think I think Ferguson's chances against any fighter is good. He's just a weapon. So hard to beat. Pros punches from from crazy angles. He's busy. He's got a very good all-round game. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, again, he hasn't fought lots lately. His last fight was who was that against? That was against um, that was against our man Ant, wasn't it? Um, Ant. Did Ferguson fight him? Yeah, no, Ferguson beat Cowboy up. Yeah, Ferguson beat Ca- Cowboy. And, uh, and then before that, I think he beat Showtime. Exactly, yeah, he beat Showtime. Two second-round stoppages uh, there. Both, both were as a result of Ferguson's volume, really. Um, and before that, you know, obviously stopped uh, Kevin Lee. So he's he's obviously one of the best in the world. Needs to fight more often. Would, would love to fight more often, but... Sometimes you have to wait when you're at the top. You've got to wait for those right fights. Um, but I, th- I really hope that Tony Tony gets it done against Khabib. That'll really it'll throw a spanner in the works. It will mean that uh, hopefully Connor will target Tony. But they could always do a rematch as well. Yeah, I, look, Tony's a Tony's a huge chance. I just worry again that Khabib's not fighting him, and uh, you know he's, he's just that bit he's just that bit older. Um, but. Yeah, and hopefully his knee holds out because he had an ACL reconstruction from memory. Um, so, yeah, I'd love to see, I'd love to see him. I'm, I'm not a fan of Khabib. I just I find his style utterly boring. Um, he does, I don't know, minimal, minimal promotion for the sport, 
minimal media just yeah, count me out I um, much prefer um, you know a lot of these out you know not even just the outspoken fighters but fighters that 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 you know engage more with their fans so uh, yeah I'll be, I'll be I'll be keen to see someone dethrone him but then in that division you got the likes of, uh, of Gaethje he's a you know he's a super talent and um, is a crowd favourite in America so yeah I'd like to see that fight I, I, I don't think he matches up well for for um, Ferguson being a Div 1 college wrestler I, I'd say that um, his trouble could be big time he'd probably be maybe I don't know as good on the ground or not, or not far off Khabib's level and but certainly be a better striker and I'd, yeah I'd, I'd love to see him fight Khabib but if Tony does, doesn't beat him I reckon Gaethje can I think Connor beats him next too by the way yeah I think Connor's got a really good chance against someone like Gaethje uh, I don't think Gaethje's gonna ground and pound Connor um, I think it's uh, gonna play out on the feet one way or the other if it happens that's I think that's what hopefully that's what's next for Connor because these guys haven't fought for a long time uh, sorry Gaethje hasn't fought for a long time needs a fight wants to fight someone like Connor Connor's looking to fight somebody it's going to be too long before he gets to fight the winner of Tony and Habib so it has to be Gaethje at welterweight I think um, so that, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out uh, very much so um, yeah so what um, yeah it's a female uh, well no one's really touching Amanda Nunes when it comes to her her uh, divisions really um, same with Valentina Shevchenko. Um, I don't know if you saw, she's actually got a fight already booked with Jojo Calderwood uh, for for probably June, I think it is. UFC 251. Uh, you know, Calderwood's not that not a great fighter. Uh, you know, they, they've had a few losses. Um, the strawweight division is going to be interesting. I think Wei Zhang. I was talking to someone today. I think. Wei Zhang is going to destroy Joanna Jenjacek. I don't know what you think, but or if you see much of the Chinese girl, but she's the favourite in the fight. That's only two weeks away. I think uh, it's going to be a big fight. Uh, what, what do you What do you think is going to happen in that one? Well, yeah, yeah, Joanna's copped a lot of damage lately, but she was, and evidently she's had a lot of problems in her personal life the last couple of years. So you know, I think let's not forget. What she's capable of, I, I think she's a big chance, to be honest. Um, yeah, but, but the bird that we're watching over here in, in Auckland, Carolina, I mean, she she was world level. She had been beaten until she fought Joanna, I think, in New York a couple of years ago. So I think she'll win over here in Auckland. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if she makes another run. But I'd love to see Shevchenko for Amanda. Um, Decision could have gone either way last time. I, I think that Shevchenko. I think she can beat her. Uh, I think she's a superstar. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what what happens. I mean, I still follow the, the female fighting. Um, obviously, when I was in Auckland uh, 30 months ago, I did make a comment about the strength of the bantamweight division. Who were the you know who were the who were the best of the best uh, at the time? To to you remember Juliana Pena? <laughs> yeah, I do, I do remember. I remember there was this journalist from England. And um, it was like love at first sight. He, he looked over at Tim, and who was, was, you know, asking some um, 
some of the people on stage, you know, a little bit about the female division, and this guy was impressive with Tim's knowledge so much that afterwards he wanted to conduct a, an interview with Tim. About to have dinner here, guys. So. culture Nick, next week in uh, at staff training we we usually sometimes we have subway for lunch or we have pizza for lunch uh, but next week I've said look we're having Chinese <laughs> we're having Chinese because you know the Chinese businesses aren't going as well now that the this, we had this coronavirus buddy I don't know if you know about that but uh, as the as things like the coronavirus has that sort of had any effect on your business at all mate oh of course Tim you mentioned a word before confidence confidence is everything um, you know in business consumer confidence and, and thank you and a lot of people's confidence um, you know is diminished on the back of on the back of fear of contracting the coronavirus on the back of the, you know, what's being reported in the media and so there are legitimately there are people that are not going out public or going out certainly going out less in public in shopping centers where there's high volumes of people because they're scared of potentially contracting coronavirus so how does that have an effect? Well, it has an effect on retailers like myself. Pay stupendous amounts of money in rent, um, you know, and um, and there aren't the people there. So it has an effect. We've just got to make sure that we do the best for the people that do come in, and that, and that we keep, you know, that we keep um, we keep giving our all, and and, and and the tide will turn. But yeah, anything that any any major event that, that any major world event major local event, elections, you know, natural disasters, outbreaks, um, they all have an effect, um, you know, on consumer confidence. Yeah, definitely do. We might take a break. Um, we might have something to eat. Uh, we may do a little bit more afterwards, but we'll see how we go. But uh, looks like uh, we've got some chicken and some beef. And uh, anyway, mate, hopefully we can keep carrying this conversation a little bit longer, but uh, good so far, buddy. Yeah. That's right, buddy. And what I want to do, Timmy, is I want to tell you that I love you. (laughs) Because it's, you know, not enough men uh, express that these days. There's a bit of a, I don't know, a stigma around, got to be tough, got to be brave. But, you know, Timmy, I love you. You've got such a big heart and um, you give so much to the community, Timmy, and and I'm grateful for your friendship, buddy. I love you too, Mike. Matt, see you soon, boy. (laughs) 